Welcome to the second episode of the Chris Rose Football Show with CJ Uzama. As we say hello to the Jets tight end, who got his new John Boy Media mic. When you opened it, seriously, was it like the holiday season? We were like, this is awesome. I was honestly so hyped. Like, I, I was like, wow, this is this is official. Like, I need, I should have put a tie on right now. Like, I feel super official right now. We're not a tie. We're not a tie. Yeah, I just, you know, that's, I mean, I could still wear this and then have, have the tie up, you know what I'm saying? So. Did your John Boy Media gear get there? What? No. Oh, oh who do I need to talk to? No, no, no. You don't need to talk to anybody. Rob, what happened? I thought we were, I thought we had sent the, all this you know, gear to him. You we, know what I need to. We did send it out. I got an email. Where where was it sent to? My my house or the stadium? I believe the stadium. Let me find out. I'll oh double God! Because uh, if it because it because I, I will say this: if it's my house, there are two forms. Like it, it could either get delivered to like doorstep or mailbox, which I don't check. So I could go. I I it could be in the mailbox. You're one of the. All right. I've already got a 21 year old son who doesn't check his mailbox. <laughs> You're almost 30. Why in the world would you not check your mailbox? The, the amount of mail that I get sent, it's very small. It's very minuscule. Like, n- nobody really sends me too much mail. So, um, yeah, that's that's my story. I'm sticking with it. Okay. Do you do – I always love asking pro athletes this question. Do you do your own bills? Um, I actually kind of do um, to an extent, like, up until – Maybe in like a month, I've been doing them. Um, my parents helped me out with them, uh, but as of next month, I will not touch a bill ever again. It's it's all uh, like it's all automatic pay. Like right, it's, it's auto. Pay. I don't right. And so again, that's why. Why do I need to check my mail? Like it's it's on my computer. Do you check your credit card statements? Every now and then, yeah, actually. Okay, good. You should be doing that just for fraud purposes. Yeah, it's somewhat for fraud purposes, but also just like. Like just my spending style. Like I'm like, all right, am I good? Oh, nice. Like I don't spend any money. This is perfect. So yeah, I I was curious about that. So you don't, you're a saver, aren't you? I'm like there. There will be times where I'm like, wow, I I really want a pair of shoes. Um, like why not? Uh, but for the most part, I unless I'm like splurging on friends, which I kind of do sometimes, just like you know, periodically, I I I don't really. Like my house right now, still like I don't have any. I, hold on, wait. Last time, where were we? We were on a we were on a a piano. Yes. I got a table. Okay, is that new? This is this is a new table. Okay. Um, but I don't have anything else at the moment except for a bed. So, um, yeah, you know, somewhat frugal except for shoes. That's about it. So bed, table, couch. We have couch. There's a couch downstairs. The couch up here hasn't hasn't arrived yet. <laughs> do we cook at home or are we strictly in that city you could be ordering out every meal it's t- <sighs> i love cooking during the season it's so tough to cook yeah um but it is it's something that i really like i i need to cook more because i love it so much like my favorite thing to do during the season when i have time is to turn on food network watch chopped and cook while watching chopped it's the it's it to me, there's nothing better. Have like a glass of wine, cook. Is it the is it the best ever? No. Is it close? Probably not even. But like, yeah, it's fine. Like I, I enjoy it. See, okay. Uh, so I've got two brothers. One that lives out here in in LA, five miles from where I am. And he and my mom used to spend a ton of time together in the kitchen. 
and I just used to eat everything. Okay. So my brother spent all of the time in there and he has become a, a master chef. Like Ooh. he's one of the dudes that posts everything he makes on Instagram. <laughs> he's one of those guys. For me, I'm like, I don't mind cooking, but man, it seems like so much work for like eight minutes of enjoyment. I have, I have a mental block with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm happy that you, you gotta, enjoy cooking. But like you like how like how much do you cook though? Like not how much, but the 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 quantity. Like yeah. do you cook a like a lot of food when you cook, or is it just like eh. well, we only have one kid at home still and he's almost 17. So he eats, he eats. Right. You know, he's an athlete, he's eating. Yeah. So we make, you know, we make dinner every day. That's it. He's gone for school rest of the time. And and breakfast. I I make him breakfast every morning. Okay. Make sure nice. he gets out of here eating. Are, are you like when you say you make him breakfast, is it like a is it like a, is it eggs or is it kind of yeah. like, oh, nice, like some cereal? No, I make him, I make him two eggs every morning. I oh, make nice. him either turkey bacon or turkey sausage. I make him either a bagel or like a couple of waffles and he has a piece of fruit with himself. Oh, dang. Oh, that's he a, fuels up. Yeah, that's a good breakfast. Hell yes, it is. What? <laughs> Growing up, I had Frosted Flakes or Cinnamon Toast Crunch or. That's what I did too. Captain Crunch. I mean, whew. Yeah. If you had a top three cereal list, is that it right there? Here we go. Here we go. Now, so my top top three would be um, cinnamon toast crunch. Great one. It would, it would be there's a new there's a new one that's out that is frosted Lucky Charms. So How's that different than just Lucky Charms? So it's frosted flakes with Lucky Charms. So you take out the little like the healthier part of the Lucky Charms and you put frosted flakes in there. More sugar. It's amazing. Um, okay. and this, the, the third one's tough because I want to say captain crunch, but I only want to say captain crunch when you soak it in milk for at least two minutes. So I'm going to scratch that one because off rip, if you just put fruity pebbles in a bowl and you put the milk in there, it's, it's ready to go. I'm out now. I'm out on fruity pebbles. I never could get a, no, I think, what? yes, because I think when I poured the milk in and it just looked like an art project, I had just finished, I couldn't eat it. Well, you got to eat your art. I mean, so right? cooking is like cooking. You're you're making art. I mean, all right. So wait, what would your top three be? Mm. If, if you're not, I know this is going to sound weird, and maybe it's my age thing, but like there was a uh, what was it? It was a, like a raisin nut brand or raisin. Nut... You're going to say raisin brand right now? No, not raisin brand. But there was like a it was a different kind of raisin. Like the the raisins looked like they were on steroids they were so big and they were like covered in sugar they were like this big dude and i forget what what it was called but i used to have that all the time i am a huge crackling oat brand fan because you know the ones that look like a little o yeah because there's that raisin nut brand good job robbie Shirocco. that's look oh at the my size of those raisins gosh dude. what is i've never even heard of that before seriously look at that thing um crackling oat brand because i love eating cereal straight out of the box i could sit there and eat it as a snack and just pull it out so i need something that you can grab easily okay yeah and by the time seriously oh you could eat a half box in just like one commercial break i, I respect that i respect okay. that and i don't know i mean I, I was a big lucky charms fan back in the day loved it um cocoa puffs Loved it. I'm a huge chocolate lover. 
Oh, I love chocolate. I, I just realized in my top three, there's no chocolate. So I might, I might have to go with like Reese's Puffs or something. Like I have to have some You're gonna have to drop chocolate in there. If we're going to yeah. continue this relationship, you might have to drop fruity. Pebbles. I mean, look, you have raisins in your cereal. Like I, I haven't tried it, but <laughs> we're going to have to, I'll come back to you on that one. All right. Um, opening day has come and gone. Uh, how, when you don't play much in the preseason, how does your body feel after a regular season game? Um, yeah, I mean, it, you feel for sure. Um, it's, it's, it is, it is different, especially because, you know, preseason it's, it's not, it's not a hundred percent like preseason speed is different even than, than the regular season in general. So, um, even getting that time on the field, it's your body usually feels pretty good during the preseason. Um, I mean, camp is tough, but yeah, uh, I feel today for sure. Um, did some yoga this morning. Um, got like a little walk around, around where I, where I'm living and, um, yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a little different, but um, it kind of, I love it to be honest. Like I love the feel of my body hurting. Cause I'm like, Oh, nice. We're back in season. Like this is, <laughs> this is back to back to normalcy for myself. So, um, yeah, I woke up a little sore. Okay. Do you, do you get a lift in the day after there's some guys I think that lift on Mondays, right. In order to flush everything out. We, yeah, we do a team, um, a team like activation and then we do like some light jogging and then we do, um, some lifting. It's usually squats. And it's just to kind of flush the legs, get them, get them back underneath you. It's not, we're, we're not squatting the entire world, but it's, it's just to, yeah, get some circulation back in your legs. So I watched, I watched your game closely. Um, you guys were in it for a long time against a team that I think is going to compete for the Super Bowl, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Offensively, it was not very good. You don't need me to tell you that. You guys know that. Uh, your coach, however, I thought was fascinating yesterday. I don't know if you saw this when he met the media. Um, Robert Salas stepped up and said something you don't hear from a lot of head coaches. I want you to give a listen to this and then react. We're all taking receipts on all the people who continually mock and, and say that we ain't going to do anything. I'm taking receipts. And I'm going to be more than happy to share them with all of y'all when it's all said and done. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, he's he he just says what we all think all the time um, that we're not really supposed to say, right? Like, you know, I, I see stuff all the time, but I'm like, oh, nice. I'll screenshot this and I'll screenshot that and I'll I'll come back to it. I'll address it at a later date. And usually at that time, like by the time it gets too late, I'm just or like by the time it gets there, I'm just like, eh, like, I'm not going to give this person the the satisfaction of knowing that I like saved that and, and that they were in my head. But I, I definitely look at it. So, yeah, I mean seeing your coach say that it's like, all right, nice. Like he knows, he knows what we know, which is we should have won that game. You know, defense played an unbelievable game. They played a hell of a game. Like, honestly, our defense, our defense stepped up and it's, you know, it's, it's up to the offense to be able to put points on the board and we shot ourselves in the foot. So to hear him say that and come out to the media and say that that's to me, I'm like, that's awesome. Because that's not in the coaching handbook. That is not in the coach's cliche book right there. Yeah, no, that's, that is, that is like the opposite of what's in the coaching handbook of just like, yeah, you know, we're going to get, we're going to get it together and blah, blah, blah. And like taking these blows. And then he's just like, no, let me put the hammer down right now. So um, yeah, that's awesome to see from him and, and here. I know that you're not on the field at the same time Lamar Jackson is, but I'm just curious from a guy who's seen him, you were in the same division for several years and now you see him here in game one. What is it that makes him, 
like where other players maybe even appreciate his skill set more than we do as fans. Yeah, I mean, he's just a he's like a I don't know, I don't even know how to describe like because I don't play defense. I, I don't know how to describe what it's like to have to prepare and and prepare like you can prepare as much as you want to unless you have Lamar on your team you're not going to be able to fully simulate what he does um and so yeah it's it's kind of like it's kind of like you're watching a, a six foot however big he is chicken running around there and guys just trying to chase him and like like suffocate and close the pocket around him and then he just like squirts out sometimes and you're like all right well Lamar's gonna Lamar sometimes and so I think what our defense did was they 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 did an unbelievable job of just limiting, limiting, you know, like damage control, what he does best and, and just like putting the pressure on him and, and, you know, kind of forcing him to, to have to check it down a couple of times. And they had, um, we, we did it. We had a team meeting that had four explosive plays and three of them were touchdowns. And, and, you know, that can't happen as a defense, but you know, you also look at it and you're like, okay, well in those, in those touchdowns, what happened? Well, we had a turnover. We, we, we missed a, a, a field goal. Um, and so it's like, okay, cool. Like to us, we're thinking, wow, we gave them two touchdowns. That's how, that's how we as a team look at it is, and that's no disrespect to them. I mean, they're an unbelievable team, like unbelievable. But the fact that our defense played that well against them, yep. we're like, we, we should have been in a position to win. And we, we were, um, so yeah, it, it's, you know, it's encouraging when, for me, when I see our defense play that well against, a, like you just said, a, a team that you know, has, has been to the playoffs, what, for the last five years or something like just, you know, an unbelievable team and unbelievable talented quarterback and, and on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, we look at ourselves in the mirror as an offense. We're like, we need, we need to pick this up. Yeah, I get it. Are there other players around the league who you just, I always love hearing from other players, um, how much they appreciate a skill set or something that is just so different. Are there guys in the league where you're like, Man, if I didn't play this for a living, I would be sitting up there and I would pay my hard-earned money to go watch him play. I mean, a lot of guys, I think, right? Like, um, I have a I have a high school card um that said, like, you know, it had your favorite food and all this other stuff. Right. And my favorite player was AJ Green. And so, you know, being able to play with him, I mean, I still have I still like watch AJ and I'm like, wow, man, like this is to me, that is that's the most amazing thing. Um, and, and for us that be able to have the fun relationship that we had in Cincinnati, I mean, I called him big dummy, like he was older than me. So I called him big dummy and he would just like, <laughs> we would just go back and forth. So yeah, there, there, there are a ton of guys who I just, I respect, I, I, I look at their game and I look at the way they approach the game and the way that they handle their business and the way that they still like are able to have fun outside of the game. And I'm like, well, this is, this is awesome. Like, this is amazing that I get to share the field with with like-minded people that are just amazing at their craft um how long did it take for you to finally have the balls to like tell aj green like you were my dude when i was growing up that's a good okay so that's a good question i i i'm trying to remember when i told him because the way that i told him was like in and of itself like i can't believe i had you as my favorite player you big dummy like like that's that's kind of how i said it to him um and he, you know, we, it was, it was for me in that moment, I was kind of like, oh, wow, nice. Like this is, this isn't, this is an awesome, it, that's, that's one of those, like I'm reflecting on my life and like how I'm in this position, which is amazing to me. Um, and yeah, it was, 
it was funny. Like the, the, I know the first year I was like, wow, this is, this is sick. Like, this is incredible. Um, and then as, as I was more comfortable with myself and more outgoing and, and, and talking to him a little bit more, um, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of just like, a, we had a laugh about it. Good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of your old team, you're so, um, focused on your game and watching film the next day and all that sort of stuff. Do you even know what happened with the Bengals Steelers game? Yeah. I mean, I, I look at scores around the league every, every week, no matter what. Um, but and I still score, talk to looking at the score did not do that game justice. Well, no, I talked to, uh, I still talk to the athletic trainers. Uh, I talked to Nick. He's, he's my guy. And I talked to the punter, Kevin, like, uh -huh. you know, somewhat regularly because Kevin and I are, um, and Nick, we, we went on like a, a mountain trip this, uh, this past off season. So those are my guys. And I talked to him and yeah, no, I, I, I ended up looking at the game and, and seeing it. And I was like, this is, that was quite the game. That was insane. So you know, for people that didn't follow along, the Bengals lost their long snapper during the game. He got hurt. So they had to use a backup tight end, Wilcox. I don't think he was there when you were there, was he? Mitch, yeah, he was. Mitch was oh, there. Oh, he was? Mm -hmm. Did you know he was the backup snapper? I, I figured after I left that he was a backup, yeah. Whoa, 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 hold on. Are you a snapper? I I, I was the, the backup long snapper, yes. So that could have been you last last preseason game or last year, last preseason game. I snapped in the game. I snapped a punt in the game. First punt. And oh, I was dime. Okay. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Are you kidding? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not bad. I'm not. I'm not a bad long snapper. When did you start long snapping? Probably, I think my second year, um, we had a, we had another long snapper, Ryan Hewitt. Um, who was another tight end yeah and um you know I kind of he, he he was he was I mean he was good like he he was probably better than me in terms of speed for sure of getting it back there um but the special teams coach Darren wanted uh wanted me to start getting a couple in every every week or something and so yeah, we started doing that probably second year the more you can do man yeah honestly so you're the emergency snapper on the Jets. I am. I am. A, I am a, a viable option. Hennessy's good though. We're good. <laughs> I know, but you, you don't ever root for somebody to get hurt. But God forbid you're ready. Like there's I'm, a little bit of you that wants to get in there and snap. No, 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 no. There's zero part of me that wants to get in there because once once you get in there and snap as as a as someone who is doesn't do it all the time. That is like blood in the water for the other team. The other team is like, all right, here we go. Like we're bringing the house on you. Good luck. So, um, yeah, no, nah, it's it. It was fun to be able to do it in a, in a preseason game where I'm like, nice, all right, like I did this, I can do this. But outside of that, I'm like, nah, I'm pretty good off that. Like I can, I'll leave that. I'll leave that to everyone else. Like to me, the most amazing thing I saw this weekend. I'm not sure if you caught it, but Justin Reed of the Chiefs safety, yes, kicked off because Harrison Butker hurt his ankle through the uprights. Dude, he was killing the ball. Unbelievable. Like that to me is like, again, you're talking about like you look around the league. Who do you have that? I have respect for that. Like that is unbelievable. That's insane. It was really good. Hey, he yeah. nailed an extra point. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. was a great kicker in high school, big soccer player and stuff. And he was just there's a great clip. You got to go find it of Mahomes on the uh, mic'd up on the sidelines. And he's in a conversation talking about the offense. And then he's like, oh, my God, did you read? He just kicked it out of the end zone. Like, he stops what he's doing. 
So, all right, I got to look at that. I got to look for yeah, that. That's good stuff. Um, I like you a lot. We've only had two meetings. I dig you. I feel like we mesh. I'm going to apologize right now because you are playing my Browns this weekend. Yeah, I thought about that. Uh, are we going to have like a little, like, like a friendly wager of this? Like, what are we going to do here? Like, loser has to, like, I don't know, buy lunch or post, like, anything. Totally. I don't care. Whatever you say. I'm in. I'm in. Um, I think that's a, that's a good deal. I think it actually should be in a nice dinner, to be honest with you. I'm I'm a hundred percent. I mean, you're gonna have to come up. You're gonna have to come out here, but let's well, do I'm it. I'm coming out in a few weeks. Actually, I'll be out there. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Yes, put it on okay. the books. I love it. Uh, you better make sure that credit card's ready because this guy can eat. Just saying. my credit card will be ready in my pocket the entire night. Yeah, well, you, and it's gonna stay there. That, that means you're admitting that you're gonna lose. No, no it's gonna stay in my pocket. The oh, entire it's gonna night. stay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, come on. Just think about me after the game's over. That's all I'm saying. I will. I'll be like, wow, I cannot wait to go to insert restaurant here. <laughs> I love it. That's good. Hey, all you football fans, the NFL's opening week was action-packed, and it's just getting started. Get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win, and if your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code FOOTBALLSHOW to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That is a steal. That's code FOOTBALLSHOW, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now back to the show. You have battled against Miles Garrett in years past. I imagine a guy like you has to occasionally help out blocking him. What is that experience like? Uh, I mean, he's a monster. Um, he, he really is. He's, he's a, a physical specimen. Um, and one of those like... You know, you make Madden players growing up, and that's like what you want to make, like as as your player. So, um, yeah, he's a, he's a hell of a player. He's he's strong, physical, fast. Um, gets off the ball really well, and and yeah, he can he can he can really dictate a game. Um, and he's he's a honestly he's a good dude. Like mm -hmm. just like outside of outside of playing, like talking to him after games, and like you know he's 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 a great human as well. So that that makes it even more of like a Dang, all right, nice. Like, I get to go against one of the best, and this guy's just – he makes a play, and he's just going to be, like, smiling or something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So, um, yeah, no, but I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to to get back out there and, and kind of get this losing taste out of my mouth. And it's, it's a really good way to do it against one of the best in the game right now. Yeah, he's a lot like you. You guys have much more interest than just football. Like, you want to be great at football – but you have interest outside of it. And I think that's good. I think it's healthy. I think it's fun. I know Miles the other day said something interesting after playing Baker. He's like, you know, yeah, I went up and I hugged him because we're competitors. But I also find every offensive lineman that I go against. I find the tight ends that I go against just because it's an honor to go out and compete. I'm always fascinated by the switch you guys are able to flip the minute the game is over. Like there's 
It doesn't feel yeah. like there's a lot of bullshit afterward. It's a well, lot yeah. Of I mean, I mean, once you're on the field, like you, like the the friendship aspect of it goes goes away, right? Like, you know, I the last week we played Josh Bonds and um, you know an Auburn guy. I played with him in Cincy. He's been in, you know, he's been in the league for for a while now, and he's someone I look up to. Um, you know, being like being from Auburn and, and kind of just watching him and, and um, his professionalism, how he approaches the game. But, you know, once we're on the field together, like I remember I, I went out to go and I blocked him and I kind of like shuffled past him and, and we didn't like there was nothing. There was no no conversation while that was going on. Um, and right after the game, we went up to each other and he was like, man, I knew you were coming to block me. I knew this, this and this like didn't say anything, whatever. But we hugged. And yeah, I mean, it's. We respect one another because we know that we're putting our bodies on the line every single play. It's like, all right, nice. Like, I know what you're going through. You know what I'm going through. And right when the game's over, like, I, I get to play against one of the best in the world to play this game. And that, to me, is it's special. And uh, we won't talk to you next week, but, you know, I know that you're focused solely on Cleveland, and I respect that. But on the schedule for week three, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. Now it's different. You're not going to be going back to the Queen City. They're coming to see you. Um, but I imagine you looked at the schedule when it came out and you were like, hmm, we play them week three. Is that going to be really strange for you? It will be. Like, uh, I mean, you can't, I can't deny that. Like, it, it'll be uh it'll be interesting for sure. You're you're seeing all your boys, um, you're playing against all your boys. Um, and you know, it's me being in a different uniform, seeing the uniform that I was wearing for seven years. Um, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll for sure be strange. It'll be, I mean, I, I talking to, talking to, again, talking to the athletic trainers, talking to Nick and Berto, they're like, don't come over to our sideline. Cause we will be like, we will just be heckling the hell out of you. Like we're going to be talking the most shit. And I was like, good. I'm going to make sure I go over there just so I can talk back. But um, yeah, it'll be uh, that game. That game will be, it'll, it'll be, I'll hold that on 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 my chest for sure. Like, is there a guy on the defense that you were really close with that might end up guarding you a lot, or you might have to end up blocking him a ton that you were close? I with? mean, everybody, like all all the boys, like you know the, the defensive ends, Trey and Sam. Um, you know, Sam. Shoot, I've I've I mean known Sam since he's been there. Logan Wilson, the the linebacker, mm -hmm. Dash. Call him Dash. Like that's that's my guy. He lives in Wyoming. I'm like, I want to buy a house in Wyoming. Like, what's up? Um, we talked about that. I mean, all, all of them, like, you know, you, you, you're close with all your guys as much as you can be offense, defense. It's a little, you know, it's tougher offense and defense to be that close. Cause you're with the offense most of the time, but yeah, I mean, you know, you, you have your guys and, and, um, it'll for sure. Every play I'm out there, I'll be like, I'll, I'll be going against probably somebody that was, that's my boy. Uh, is there a good shit talker on Cincinnati's defense? Trey. Trey really? Oh my God. Yeah. You, you ask anybody, you can ask anybody in the league and I'll say Trey, like Trey's Trey on that defense is the most for sure. What does he do? Everything. Like he just doesn't, he does, he doesn't stop talking to you. And like, it, it's, I, I think usually it's the, the tackles that he'll talk, like just talk shit to the entire game. Um, but it's just like, it's just, it's nonstop. Like it is every, I feel like it's almost, Every play, if not every play, he's saying something to you. Fun, I suppose. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with it. I'm. I'll. I, 
I'll talk shit back. Like I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one to talk usually. Um, but if someone's talking to me, like I'll always entertain it. I think it's fun. Okay. All right. You talked about your, um, your college days a little bit earlier. And I went, my God, I wonder if he played in the kick six game. Auburn, Alabama, Iron Bowl. Alabama's the big dog. We're in Auburn. Alabama goes for a last-second game-winning field goal from 50-some yards, 57 yards out. For people that don't remember exactly what happened, I want you to give a listen. Here's Vernon Lundquist on the call. Play the tape. It was unbelievable when I was watching it at home. What the hell was going through your brain? Yeah, so that that whole that was crazy. That was like the I mean, obviously, like you look at it, and it's like but like the whole sequence of events was insane. Um, because someone on the sideline, one of the one of the specialists was like, Well, yeah, this guy, he has the leg to like nail this actually. And we're like, Oh gosh, like that's great. Um, but then yeah, as it's going on. Um, I'm kind of like somewhat running down the sideline a little bit, but I'm also kind of looking back like, is there a flag? Like, are we good? We're good. Okay, nice. Um, and earlier in that game, I messed my shoulder up a little bit. And so I'm on the pile. Like, I jump on and I'm like, I got to get out of here. Like, my my shoulder hurts. Like, I can't, I can't be, I can't, like, I don't, Chris probably can't breathe. Like, let me get out of here before I'm in that situation. Um, and, so yeah, I roll out of the pile. I see um, Austin Shepard, who I actually played high school with him, and he was my he was my uh, tackle. Um, and so I see him as he's running off the field, and I like quickly give him a hug. I'm like, wow, that was sick that I just saw him after the game when I when all these people are running onto the field. And right when I like right when I'm like, all right, see you, whatever. I look, and it's just a wave, just like a wave of blue and orange running at you, and you're like. Oh, this is this is real. Like this is happening. Like I've never been a I've never been a part of something like that. And I'm like, this is this is this is insane. This is insanity. Um, so I start like running through. I'm just like, no, I don't want to like. I can't get stuck here. Like I'm gonna be here forever. So I start running through, and I feel a hand on my back pushing me. And I'm like, who like who the hell's pushing? Like don't touch me. And I look back, and it's our running back, Trey Mason. And he's like, just go, just go. I'm with you. Let's do this. And I'm like, all right, cool. So we start running, and we're trying to get trying to get back to the locker room so so we can just get our stuff off and, and go celebrate whatever um and i don't know maybe like the 15 yard line someone's like pulling us and it's one of my best friends to this day tape and i ended up living with him like later uh later that year we ended up living together but tape's like pulling me and i'm like again like don't touch me and i look and it's him and he, i'm like there's no way like there's no way in this sea of I don't know how many people are on 30,000 people that I see you. And so we take a picture, we get back to the, it was, it was one of the more like surreal moments that I've ever had. Yeah. I mean, look at, you're telling me in that sea of people, I'm going to take a picture with, <laughs> with one of my best friends. You, you gotta be kidding me. So, um, it was one of the more surreal moments in my entire life for sure. What was the party like that night at Auburn? I mean, just ridiculous. Like, it was i mean everybody the entire that entire stadium was out downtown and 
Auburn's downtown isn't the biggest in the entire world. It's not right. It's not an Athens where you've college got like, town. Yeah, it's well, but it's not like Athens where you've got 64 like on campus bars, right? Okay. There's there's a handful of bars that people go to for the most part. And um, we do have the biggest bar and probably in and call it and the SEC for sure. Um, so everyone was at Sky Sky Bar and it was just packed, packed to pack. Like you're just like moving like this. Yeah, let's go. Like everyone's cheering. And like, it was the happiest that I've seen a college campus in my entire, it was still, still get chills. Just like thinking about that. What a cool experience for you that you got to be in one of the most memorable college games that we've seen. Yeah. I mean, now that one was good, but like, if you go back a couple weeks, Mississippi state, like that one was pretty good too. That was, that was a good game winner by, by this guy. Um, really? But, but, but the kick six is a close second. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's okay if you have to rank them. Yeah. I'll, I'll go that one. Like maybe number two. So wait a second. Did you catch the game winner? Like there were 13, there were 13 seconds left after, after that, after the catch. Um, but the, the, I mean, the whole season was insane because the whole season was a, like, it was like nail biter after nail biter after, okay, nice. Like here's a little breathing room, nail biter, nail biter. I mean, the week before that was the Georgia, um, the prayer and Jordan hair where Nick just launched a ball mm -hmm. and like two, two guys hit each other and we catch it and we score. I mean, it's, you're like, okay, well, surely no, nothing can top that. And then, and then that, and then the kick six happened. So it was, it was a, it was a ride for sure. You're a pretty level-headed guy, but is there a true hatred for Alabama? No, I'll, I'll say no. There's, there's a, gosh, there used to be a hatred for Georgia because like, Oh wow! Look at Johnny Rob's on the spot. The best, man. Look at this. Oh, look, look at you. At okay. Ten I seconds left. Ten seconds left. Yeah. So that was awesome because it was our first SEC win in like 10, 10 games, nine or ten games or something, um, because we went winless the, the year before. And um, so yeah, that happens. It was insane. I mean, it was, just that season was was special. Um, yeah, it, it was it was incredible. Um, but the hatred there's like, there was a hatred for Georgia because born and raised in Georgia, hearing like go dogs and like just all this stuff. You're just like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear it. Um, but, uh, my, my best friend, like the family that I, like the, the family that I talk to that I'm in the group chat and, and all this stuff, um, gummy Montgomery Van Gorder is, um, one of like the coaches there at Georgia. And so I, I root for them now because he's there. He's gone. I'm done. Like I'm no tiles. I've cut ties. I, I'm back to, to, to hating them, but Alabama, I don't really, I don't really hate Alabama. I, I knew, like I said, one of my high school teammates played there. I knew some of the guys from like, you know, the seven on seven circuit that my, my high school went to that ended up going there. So I knew some of the guys and I was just like, Oh, nice. Like there's no disdain for you all. There's a disdain for Georgia, but like, do I want to beat Alabama? Yes. Do I think poisoning our trees is very like that's just the dumbest thing I've yes. But I don't like hate hate you. I hate Georgia. Okay. Hate hated Georgia. That's interesting. Yeah. Did you let AJ Green know that you hated Georgia? Um, no. Okay. No, I didn't I didn't let him know. I, I think he knew, but no, I didn't let him know that one. <laughs> okay. I'm wearing the A hat because I don't know if you're a Braves fan or not. Closest I had to an Atlanta thing. No, I'm actually a Mets fan. Um, now I didn't watch baseball growing up. 
Okay. So I'm a Mets fan. And I mean, I threw out the first pitch at the Mets I game. Saw and that. I saw like, Yeah. And so I was like, all right, nice. Like Mets, Mets all the way. Um, it's tight right now. It's very it tight. And when you get on Twitter and you look, people are mad about oh, Mets. Oh, there it is. Look at that. It's good. You kept it low in the zone. Kept it low. Um, didn't, didn't hop. Um, talked to my dad about it. He was like, yeah, I, you know, it, was, it didn't, it didn't hit the ground. I, 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 whatever he said something, we talked about it. He came to this game to the first game. So we talked about it a little bit and I was like, dad, we're good. We've never played catch before. Like this is, it was, it was incredible. No, you did great. I, uh, I mean, I, I was like a good baseball player when I was 10 and then I just lost <laughs> it. I lost the ability to throw and I threw out the first pitch in my hometown in like 2013 or something like that. And my whole family was there. My kids were there and I bounced it in the other batter's box. Horrible, horrible. So I get up to the suite. I Uh-oh. walk in and my two boys are like this. They're looking at me like, holy shit, dad. You just bounced the first pitch. I was like, I'm so sorry. I gave him a big hug. I said, I'm so sorry. That's so tough. That's tough. Was, oh, there's nothing worse than disappointing your kids. I, I will say this. Here oh. it is. Look at that. Oh. Freaking, I yanked it. I yanked it. Wait, but you see someone. Wait. Oh, <laughs> they're all booing you. You see someone do this too, I, th- I think, at the, at the beginning of that video. Yeah. Like, oh, just, you were close. It was horrible. It was horrible. I got booed. I, it was a big day. You know, we're turning home. Nick Swisher was catching the first pitch. I, had, I did a whole skit where I asked guys in both clubhouses, you know, give me some words of encouragement. One guy was like, don't do it. Yeah, that was my pitching coach, Derek Holland. Yeah, he was making fun of me because I couldn't lift my – I can't lift my arm above here. Like, it doesn't – yeah, see, I don't – yeah, you can. I. This is it. Okay. That's all I got. So – I. Well, that's why. That's why then. Non, non-athlete here. No, yeah. Non-athlete. We'll, we'll give you the excuse. That's why. You had never thrown a baseball before and did a significantly better job than me. <laughs> and I coached kids too. That was well, terrible. I, I'll say this: that mound changes everything. Freaked like I was out. not, I was not, I wasn't ready for that. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is. Hold up, I'm a little higher than I thought. Like <laughs> I'm going to step down, and it's going to change the trajectory of the ball. Like, yeah, what I got going on here? Yeah, I threw out one other first pitch at a major league game uh, for the then Florida Marlins, and I knew one of their pitchers, Josh Beckett, and he was like, oh, I'll catch you, I'll catch you. And it was the entire crew from the best damn sports show period. We were throwing out the first pitch. So there's four guys, four throwers, four catchers. So Beckett, he said, listen, I'm going to crouch down, aim three feet over my head because you'll end up throwing it low like this, and I'll catch it. I was like, great. I aimed three feet over his head. He didn't move. He let it go all the way to the backstop. He dogged me. I was like, you motherfucker. This guy, that's amazing. Yeah, he got me good. So you've had two uh, two pretty good first pitches. Great. Yeah, yep. amazing. Doing amazing. really well. <laughs> it's great. It means I should just be hosting more podcasts. Yeah. Um, have you gone and seen any Broadway shows since we last spoke? I have not. Um, I, I planned on it last week um, and then ended up going to the U.S. Open and staying there for the entire time. I saw you there. Yes, I saw yeah. you. How awesome was it? Oh, my gosh. It was, inc- it was incredible. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I I didn't stay. So I got there at 12, um, a little, a little after actually, because traffic was absolutely abysmal getting out there. 
horrible. But we, so we get there, stay from 12 until like 11, because I wanted to see, I was going to say 12 to five, go to the city, um, maybe catch a show and then, and then come back home. I was going to try to try to catch six. And um, yeah, the, 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 the people from the tennis channel, they're amazing. Like they're awesome. And, and they, they're like, dude, just stay like, why not? Um, Irvin Ken, amazing human beings. Um, and so they're like, yeah, you got to stay for, you got to stay, you got to watch Coco, you got to watch Kyrgios. And I'm like, done. Like, you don't, you don't have to convince me of anything. You could have just said you can stay and I would have stayed. So yeah, I, we, we watched Coco, Coco, unfortunately, um, lost that one. And then, right. Yeah. I got to watch Nick and, and the match was just going on forever. And I was like, guys, I got, I got practice tomorrow. I got to leave. Like, it's going to be a hassle getting out of here. So I didn't, I didn't watch the meltdown at the end that he had, but, um, yeah, I got to, I mean, got to watch some great tennis. Um, earlier that day we watched, um, it was Casper. Casper was playing. I forget who Casper was playing. Um, and the, uh, some Italian, uh, not some Italian, I'm Italian. Yeah. Looked like Rico Suave. And I was like, why do all Italian tennis players just look like, just like, just the most, just like, they look the most Italian person. Looked like they just came out of the box. Dude. Yeah. I'm like, what just, what just, who created this man? Right. Um, but that was an incredible, that was a good match. And so it, it was, it was so much fun. Like going to that, that was, that was amazing. You didn't get to see Tiapo play, huh? I didn't. I was bummed about that one. God, he was so good. I don't know if you were able to forget what night he lost in the uh, semis. It was Friday, last Friday. Yep. He was electrifying. I mean, Alcaraz is unbelievable. That 19, I'm like, this kid is unbelievable. But I mean, that match was that match was insane. Yeah. I'm happy you got to experience that. I went there when we dropped my brother off at college. He went to Yale, which is two hours from the city. Dumbass. And so yeah. then what this guy. What a loser. I was 14. And so my parents were like, Yeah, we're gonna go to the US Open. I got to see Boris Becker, who was 19 oh. years old time play. And for people that don't know much about Boris Becker, the tennis player, there's been some other stuff. He was freaking unbelievable. That's so giant. Awesome. Oh yeah, he wore like this. He the tennis sweaters. People don't wear them anymore, but they're the ones with the the sleeves cut off. He wore a tennis sweater and like he was changing the style of the game. And he was just a he was so much bigger and stronger than everybody else. Oh yeah. So I remember. God, watching that's that. awesome. That's insane. That was pretty good. That yeah. was pretty good. All right, what do you have uh, planned for the rest of your day off? What are you gonna do? an excellent question um i might go to the city with uh with a teammate connor um we might go to liberton and get some food um i haven't i haven't read, caught back up to him since this morning since he suggested it so he might he might have to you know he's got a dog and and, and a fiance so he's got to check in with with her first yeah um but do other than that city? do you take the do you take the train so i, I want to this time, if if we end up going, I'm gonna end up taking the train because I want to see. I, I've never taken it. I just drive, um, and I kind of like driving in New York. We t- we talked about this in the tight end room how it's kind of like it's hectic when you're driving in New York. I kind of like it. I'm like, this is awesome. Like these people don't care at all about anything. Like you guys are going like, yeah, bikes just swerving in and out, not motorcycles, like bicycles. Bikes. Yep, I'm like Big these thing. these people are insane. Um, but I like I it's great people watching. So I kind of like, oh, nice. Like I'm driving people watching. Oh, someone just cut me off. Wow. All right. Interesting. Who is it? It's an old lady. Oh, 
solid. Like, good for it you. I see you off. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. So, my parents again came in, came in, and um, we're driving back from the game, and I've kind of picked up on the New York style of driving. I'm just like, people kind of don't use their blinkers sometimes. I'll just turn it on real quick. The little like one, two, yeah. three. I'm getting over, and my dad's waving at the person behind him like. CJ, like, make sure you say thank you. Like, Dad, this isn't the South. If people see you doing that, they're probably thinking you're flicking them off. Like, hey, see you later. And you know, like, just just keep driving. I'm just going to keep on driving. He's like, okay, like, you say so. So, um, yeah, so it, it's, I usually drive, but I might, I might end up taking the train. That's a very long-winded answer for I might take the train this time. Okay, I love the answer, though. Um, I would say this. You have great experience of keeping your head on a swivel. You have right. to do it every Sunday. So it's very much the same thing driving in New York City. That, that The bikes scare the hell out of me. I'm afraid I would make a turn and somebody would just tumble over the hood of my car. Yeah. I, I, the the last time I drove in the city, um, I did. I was meeting up with, uh, with the same teammate, Connor. And I was in this like small little tight out. The tight alleyways are what like really get me the most because I'm like, all right, I don't want to, it's a, it's a rental car. Like I'm not trying to hit the size. I'm not trying to scrape anything, but then the mopeds, there were like three kids on mopeds that came up and that were just like inching their way. And there's no room. I'm like, well, where are you going to, where are you going? Like, just please, please don't do this. And so one kid kind of squeezed through and was really close to my mirror. And I was like, you break this mirror. Like I'm, I'm screwed. You're screwed. Cause I'm going to chase you down. Like I'm going to, I will get out of my car right now. And the second kid like sees me looking at him and he kind of scoots over and hits the other car, like the mirror and the mirror folds the wrong way. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Screw this. So I roll down my window. I put my window down or my, my mirror down. And I'm like, come on, like other kid go just, just do this. But he hops off his and just walks it through. Cause he doesn't want to hit anybody. And I'm like, all right, good. Like, so the mopeds, the mopeds scare me more than the bikes at the moment. Did you say rental car? Yeah, I'm using a, yeah, I'm using a rental car. For six months? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I think so. Like, <laughs> shout out to Enterprise. I don't know. Um, I was I was going to I'm trying to get a Rivian. Oh, we've got the we've got the Jets deal. No, well, we've got the CAA deal. Oh, yes. We've got the CAA How do I get deal. on that? I've been with them forever and I can't get a deal. Hey, you got to talk to Ellen and Jim. Those are the two. I don't know. Um, I got to bring a little bit more to the team, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Sign so, a three-year deal somewhere else. Hey, we're in this together. We're in this That's together true. right now. Okay. That's true. I'll have my people talk to your people and our people are the same. So we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm using I'm using a rental car. It's a Toyota RAV4. Um, I, I wanted to get a Rivian. Uh, and I'm still like working on that, but it's not going to be ready until the end of the season. So rental car it is. I'm cool with it. And your off-season home is Nashville, right? It is. Yeah, great. Story. Oh, it's amazing. I'm trying to get my wife just to come down there and check it out. So you guys, you, so you can move there permanently? Well, I, I've always told her two years from now when our son, our youngest son graduates high school, we're going somewhere. We'll keep a little place out in L.A., but I was like, let's go live somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, Nashville's great. A little bit outside of Nashville's great. Yeah, but the problem wow. is everybody has moved there now. Wyoming. Not everyone's moving to Wyoming. Yeah, that one I'm not so sure I could do. Looks beautiful. I just don't know if I can. I don't know if that's in my DNA. What okay. do you love so much about it? Just 
I, I think the, the main thing is because I'm around so many people all the time, when I'm done playing, at least for a little bit, I want to experience nothing. Like I want to experience, I want to experience the scenery, but I want to walk outside. I'm just going to be perfect. Like picture perfect. I walk outside. My dog runs right out. Like, just like happy that he's outside. I have a cup of hot chocolate in my hand. I can't drink caffeine. So hot chocolate. I'm, I got a robe on nothing but a robe. And I just look out and there's nothing but mountains. I don't see anybody. I don't see a house. I don't see a road. I don't see anything. I see my driveway, maybe if I'm walking out the front door, but just mm -hmm. like nothing. And I'm just take a sip. Ah, today's going to be a good day. Walk back inside and do whatever I, I need to do. So my impression of you through two shows is you don't get bored. Oh, no. Like you, you can challenge yourself with just your mind. Can't you? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. hundred percent. Figure something out. To, but you to understand that. not everybody can do that, right? Like we need some sort of stimulation. Most people. I'm learning that. Yes. Okay. It's, it's, it's difficult for me to understand that kind of, but I'm like, yeah, like, I, I can see how, how that would be challenge, like how that's challenging for some people. So you must be reading like three books at once. You're one of those guys. No, I'm, I am one of those guys who's like, I'm watching like a couple shows at the same time. And then I'm also doing a puzzle while watching those shows. I love doing puzzles. I think. No, so you told fun. us that last time. Yeah. What puzzle are you working on now? No. So I just ordered some on Amazon. Okay. So they're, they might be in my mailbox, to be honest with you. I ordered them a couple <laughs> days ago Let's and they're not back. here. So they might be in the mailbox. You know what it might be? It might be a puzzle of a John Boy Media t-shirt. Oh. Just saying. How great would that be? We got to get that on the books. We got to get, we got to make that hey, happen. I'm going to bring that up to the marketing department. Let's and you know, you, so you have this, you have this setup behind you. I, I was going to try to figure it out, but on this wall right now, I, I would ruin it, but I'm going to, I'm going to have my jerseys just like you have your jerseys. And or there's going to be, there's going to be a Mets jersey and there's going to be a Jackson hole moose jersey. And then there's going to be a, I have it over there. It's a Chelsea um, plaque. Oh. We're going to put the Chelsea plaque up there too. You have to talk about your love of football. As well, <sighs> we'll get to that. We're not going anywhere. We're not. Um, I would usually spin the wheel, but today I'm going to fix it because I want to hear what you, you said you like to spend money on other people. So today's category is going to be giving mood. What was the last good gift you gave somebody? We got some match fixing going on here. Um, <laughs> I just think it might be most interesting. No, um, I, I think um, the, the last gift was last week. Um, and it was to Mike White and Dan Feeney, um, one of the quarterbacks and guards. And we talked the last preseason game. They had we were talking about Jordans and I was carrying Jordans into the into the hotel. And, and so was Connor, my, my guy, Connor. And he was like, they were like, oh, I guess we missed the, the Jordan memo of carrying it into the hotel. They're trying to make a joke about it. And I was like, well, why didn't you guys I'm like, well, we don't own a pair of Jordans. And I was like. They're like ever and like yeah no i've never owned, owned a pair of jordans um and so i was like i'm i'm buying them a pair of jordans like i i i'd asked what their size was and they were like no we're kidding like we don't want a pair and i was like no 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 like it would be my honor to gift you your first pair of jordans um so yeah i ended up buying both of them a pair of jordans and and mike white wore them um he was he he said he went to the store with his wife 
and bought two pair of jeans because he was like, he was like, I'm not a jean wearing guy, but like, I want to wear this. So like, I, I had to up the style a little bit. Um, and he won for the first game. And, and so we, we drive into the game together, the three of us, and then Connor McGovern actually joined us this week. Um, but so he wore his in and Dan was like, dude, I just, I didn't know like how to, I didn't want to wear them. I didn't know how to wear them, like whatever. And so I was like, I will right, we'll get, we'll get back to you on the style. But to me, that was, that was awesome. Just being able to give them, I mean, something I love shoes. So being able to kind of give them some shoes was nice. That's great. You want to hear it? I just bought my first pair of Jordans. Let's my, go. I'm 51. I just bought my first Let's pair of go. Jordans. Oh, that's so awesome. What, what, what Jordans are they? Good question. Are they ones? My wife got them for me. I haven't worn them yet. I just okay. got, they just landed this weekend. I was going to wear them to the opening day at NFL Network, but it had rained out here. I was like, I'm not wearing no. these through puddles. I no can't shot. do that. So I'll wear them to work this week on Sunday when I call the highlight of your game on NFL Network. Um, so that's, but I'm excited about it. I, I finally got a pair because one of the baseball podcasts I do, the Chris Rose Rotation, shortstop for the Miami Marlins is a guy named Miguel Rojas. He's a regular. So he's like the baseball version of you. Right. He is the biggest sneakerhead I know. Hundreds of pairs of Jordan. That's what he does. Every road trip, he buys himself a new pair of Jordans. Every oh, wow. time. So he's like, Chris, just go buy yourself a pair. I was like, you know what? You're right. Because we were talking about the $10,000 pair of Jordans that are out there. There's some, there's some pricey ones. There's Miguel. Oh. Oh. Yep. That's pretty big. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. So this is what he does for a living. This is what he spends his money on. And um, other than his family, he spends his money on his shoes. That's like his, his personal area. I, I want to know what his favorite are. He's got a lot of ones. So, wait, yeah. What, in the, when he's in the offseason, he'll come join us, and you guys can have talk shoe game. We'll cross streams. Do you know which ones you got? Like, did you get the ones on the top right? I'm assuming like the the style. Uh, first of all, I got low. I can't okay. do high. You got okay. So you got some low ones for sure. I did. I, know, I got uh, lows. Yeah. God, I I don't know if they're. <sighs> no. Okay. Look. So so I got I got Dan a pair of lows because I was like Mike, the 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 pair that I got Mike. I was like, this is the classic like your build type of shoe. Like it's easy for him to just be able to right. throw on some jeans, or whatever. And so Dan. Offensive lineman, a little bit bigger. I was like, I'm gonna get you some lows. Like the it'd be it'd be tough. Like lows are shoes that you can you can kind of wear no matter what. So like, what color are they? They're black and gray and white. Okay, so I got I got him a like gray gray and white pair. You can wear it. As yeah, a, that's are those him. the ones. That's it. Oh my god, you can wear those with anything. I know. That's so that's such a that's such a good pair to start with. We're gonna get your shoe game right. Me and we, we're gonna get your shoe game right. I think I've passed that. I think they passed that on the mile marker. I'm not do so you sure. Do you have the classic dad ones like the Air Monarchs? I don't have that. This is you saw my pair. That is it. No, no, no I'm saying the air the, the monarchs, like the the dad shoe, the like the most iconic, aside from like the new balance, the monarch is like the most iconic grill. Like you grill in the monarchs. No, I don't even have that. Well, no, no, no. Those that's like a fifty dollar pair. Like that's those are like that's like 
I'm telling you, I you go to the you you go to any mall. I mean, people don't really shop at malls anymore, but you go to any mall and you see a grandpa or like an older dad wearing them. It's that I'm not calling you a grandpa. I'm just saying I like because say. I, I have a pair. I have I have three pair of monarchs. I got that, I got the all black ones, and I got some green ones. Like they're comfortable. I just I just wanted to know what your style was with shoes. I don't have any style. I, I mean, it, it, it's horrible. I, I do have some nice shoes. Like, yeah. I have a pair of Ferragamos. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, I've got some, like, nice going out shoes. Yeah. Some. But it, no, you're killing that more than me. I don't, I don't really have any of that, so. Yeah, that was a, that was a work purchase. Deduct, mm-hmm. Tax deductible. Yeah, um, exactly. So there you go. Uh, listen, great catching up with it. The hour flies by with you, man. It's just it's an easy in and out. I love it. Hopefully we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks, maybe after your Bengals experience, if that's okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm that's what I'm aiming for. That'll be that'll be a good one to talk about. Yeah, I, I will be um, rooting for you on Sunday. I hope you understand that I will be rooting for the team I've adored for. Yeah, no, I mean, 100%. I will be texting you after the game, and um, I'll give you a location of where we need to make a reservation for, and put your credit card down. It's already on file, sir. Perfect. It's already on file. Listen, this was a blast. Special shout-out to our producer extraordinaire, the one and only Robbie Scirocco for CJ Uzama. I am Chris Rose. We'll see you next time on the Chris Rose Football Show with CJ Uzama. Take care.